What does it take for you to be great? Keep it a hundred, bro, you know the answer. Pursuing your purpose, creating profits, building legacy. Anything less, how could you even fathom? Just sit back and imagine all that can truly happen when you pursue your passions. Yeah. So eliminate distractions and get back to that action. That's a law of attraction. You gotta build a team to build a dream. Family, faith, and focus counsel can only build a king. Are you prepared to reign? Cause whether you weather the weather, the weather won't change. Uh, whether you weather the weather, your weather won't change. Uh, say true to the vision. Say true to the mission. Gotta get to the finish. Take a moment to listen. And come and see it through our eyes. We'll show you what it means to live uncompromised. We're uncompromised. 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 Uncompromising entrepreneurs, <laughs> consultant, consulting, potting. Pod. That is what we're doing. Um, man, <laughs> yeah. Right, now, as we get started, I don't know if you watch yourself because you know, obviously, I spend additional time looking at the video and, and editing and going through that process. And whether it's in the intro or I'm talking and like all of the hand gestures that you have and you're like just sitting there dancing all the time. I'm like, what is going on right now? You, you were like, what? On episode, like you had a basketball like, is he on the court right now? What is going on? I was oh getting myself God. in a good space, man. That that momentum, the energy creates momentum, and I'm just excited, man, to connect with our people and uh, keep doing what we're doing, man. We're so blessed. Like I think about the journey, the year. We don't have to recap it. I know you guys have heard it, but um, as we just get more and more into doing the work and fulfilling our purpose, man, it's just fulfilling as hell, and that energy yeah. is just yeah, man, it's palpable. So coming off the um sunday meet and greet with our alpha test launch and just that session was tremendous then having our first um one-on-one session with one of our alpha test participants um and just that session um the initial kind of needs assessment and and what came from that and um you know the additional sessions that are being booked and people reaching out and you know asking for um consults and it's just exciting man it's just, it's just a good time man. it's a good time to to build what we've been building so yeah, that energy makes me wanna. Energy is 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 definitely high. Uh, feeling good about this week and where we're at. Uh, it's been. Uh, I know the individual we were just having conversations with and and consulting with was you know just about the kind of lack of energy, just being tired. Today was definitely one of those days for me. Uh, but again, I got my cold brew. Uh, I'm slipping. Of, yeah, you are slipping. It's cold brew and combos. My bad, y'all. Next time, I got y'all. Next time, I'm not stepping away. The brand, bro. Like, <laughs> well, you bring the cold, I'll bring the combos. <laughs> there you go. You're good at that. <laughs> hey, what up to, to Henry? Uh, Bladed Lux is with us on IG. Uh, yeah, I think that is 
I'm trying to wave at people. And it's not happening. But I see my folks out there on IG. Appreciate you guys with the uh with the slide view uh that they have right now. So um, but yeah, super excited, man, about that conversation. We came on here live to do an episode of Cold Brewing Combos a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about the question, right? Is now the best time in humankind? to be an entrepreneur and to start a business. We felt like the answer to that was yes, but there were about eight different points that we broke down uh, to back up that reasoning and, and how we feel about the situation. Uh, but having said that, there are still inevitable challenges that you're going to be faced with as an entrepreneur. Uh, and we felt like we needed to, to also talk about that side of it. Um, and, you know, as we kind of research and, and whether it's online doing research or on social media, we come across some different posts or topics or questions, and then starts to get the wheels turning for us and feel like, you know what, that really is a good question or a good topic. We need to chop that up and discuss that a little bit more. Uh, so our, for our folks, that is what we are here to do. What's up with the camera angle? How you doing? This, this is how we do on Instagram for our cold brew and combo on Wednesday evenings. So... <laughs> <laughs> hey uh melissa's over here all right hopefully that that camera so angle ugly. is is a little bit better for you <laughs> um yeah that, that's what we're going to be discussing so uh again i got the cold brew devon got the convos um how, how do you want to jump in where do you want to get started yeah, so um, I think you already kind of anchored the fact that we touched on why this is the best time to start. We gave you eight reasons. For us, it's just really important that we're making sure we're equipping our entrepreneurs, especially those who have decided to take the jump and pursue your purpose uh, so that that purpose can turn into profits. Uh, trademark and compromising entrepreneurship. <laughs> compromising entrepreneur coaching. Um, but... It's also important that you're just equipped with the realistic expectations, some of the challenges that you're going to face. Now, I think it's important for our folks to understand it doesn't mean that these challenges are insurmountable, right? You have to go into this thing sober-eyed uh, and prepared and equipped for what comes with that entrepreneurial grind. And so we're going to break down to you the eight inevitable conditions of entrepreneurship and unpack that just a little bit on this cold brew and combos discussion. And we're going to start with number one. And this is the first one. Um, and I'm confident that a lot of our entrepreneurs, if you put yourself out there, if you're going through the process of marketing your business or asking for the sale or trying to get a client, you've dealt with this, and that is rejection. The first inevitable condition is rejection. And so when we talk about rejection, we know that what that means is there are going to be folks where our services and the service that we're providing is not a fit. Mm -hmm. It's not a, it's not a, a match. It's, you know, maybe they have questions about the quality of our service, the quality of the business, of um, the product that we're providing. Maybe the niche that we're serving does not meet the needs that they have. And so you have to be prepared for, despite how great the idea was, despite how excited you were, despite how you know the people that you've kind of shared this idea with may have given you validation, you have to deal with birthing that idea and it getting enough. Uh, no, that's not good. Like, no, I don't think it's a good fit for me or no, I don't think that's going to work or no, we're going to go in another direction or 
no, we can't, um, you know, no, we've decided not to approve your loan. Like that's going to inevitably happen. I think it's important um, and it's actually timely that we're talking about this because in the next episode of the Uncompromising Entrepreneur podcast, we talk about five essential tips to build self-confidence. Drop it next Wednesday. Uh, And so um, there's some really good nuggets that, you know, if you pick up on that, can address some of the things that we're talking about here, but you have to equip yourself with the, the appropriate level of self-confidence as an entrepreneur to, to stay on that grind. Anybody that's done sales, you know that, um, you know, from a sales mindset, they tell you, you got to hear a certain number of no's before you hit yeses. So if you, you know, focus on not the no's being rejection, but the no's getting you closer to the yes, it just changes like that paradigm shift. Yeah. The same is true as an entrepreneur. Um, you, you know, the only way you're going to be able to build your business and scale your business to the extent that you need to is to put it out there, to go out to the marketplace, to in- innovate, to reiterate, to grow, to develop. And that means there are going to be a lot of people who tell you no. The important thing, though, is that you can have a multi, multi-generational, successful, multi, you know, thousand million dollar business by only getting yes from 1%, 2%, 3%, 4% of the folks that you market to. And so that means that that other 96 to 99% that told you no was rejection, right? So having the right mindset and equipping yourself with that is going to be important as you go on this journey. Yeah, a little bit of a, of a different context, but I was I was coaching somebody early, kind of going through a mentoring session and uh the point that I made, if the person told you no, it's their loss. It's their loss, mm. you know, and it, it's okay to to view it that way uh, and 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 recognize your worth and what you bring to the table and realize that what you, you're bringing something to the market to solve a problem. Hopefully it's specific enough that there's a certain people that have that problem that you have the solution for. It's not going to be for everybody. So when you realize that again and, and, and recognize also that it's not personal, it makes it easier. Sometimes it's not always easy, but easier to, to deal with those rejections. <clears throat> In doing so, because you're going to get a lot of no's, it's inevitable as an entrepreneur, you're going to have to work some hours. Like you're going to mm-hmm. have to put in the work and depending on, on where you're at in your entrepreneurial journey, you may still be in a situation where you're working your nine to five. So, you know, you have this quote unquote side hustle, but you have this business that you started that, you know, the goal or the dream is, to, is for that to be your main source of income, <clears throat> but you're not there yet. There's work that you have to put in. Uh, to be able to continue to work, to have the longevity and the consistency that you need to be able to reach these goals. Again, depending on, on what your situation is, uh, but it's going to take a lot of a lot of hard work. It's going to take long hours uh, and sacrifice. You know, uh, I always tell people you got to pay the cost to be the boss, right? So there's mm-hmm. inevitably when you're giving time to one thing. You're going to have to, it's, you know, it's math, right? You're going to have to take that time away from somebody else or someplace else. You know, if I'm putting calories here, I can't put calories to this thing. Um, so there's those trade-offs that take place. And in doing so, again, more times than not, you're going to have to, and maybe even, even just for a season, but you're going to have to put in these long work hours so that you can obtain the goals that you're trying to obtain as an entrepreneur. 
Yeah, I like the operative word you mentioned there too, which is like for some seasons. Because yeah. obviously the goal is if you're building it and you're building it properly and you're establishing the right foundation, you get systems in place where you're able to get back some of your time and you don't have to invest as much in building out the business. But where I think a lot of entrepreneurs go wrong early on is they don't invest the time on the front end mm-hmm. and they're looking for the quick the quick hit and all right, I'm going to do a couple hours and, and you know, boom, boom, boom. And either the business is never able to get off the ground properly and so you stagnate or you hit this point where you have this um, unexpected event that accelerates your growth and you can't scale in time. Like you're, the foundation you built is not built for that type of demand because you didn't invest the time on the front yeah. end in uh, building it out properly. So, um, yeah, there are going to be some long work hours that come with it. But the last thing I would call out is if you're truly working in your purpose, you've identified, again, that intersection of your passion and your skill and you're working in your purpose, that hour, those hours don't feel the same yeah. as working on something that's not your purpose. Um, there's almost that renewed feeling that you get from just that investment in that grind. Yeah, that so yeah. now, exactly. Now you mentioned working long hours for seasons. Uh, I think it's also important to uh, realize that another inevitable condition of entrepreneurship is working alone for some of those hours for some seasons. Um, and we've talked about this before, but you know, again, that that grind as an entrepreneur can be a lonely journey. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it doesn't have to be exclusively alone uh, because, you know, we always you hear champion the importance of building a team, of creating a community, of surrounding yourself with like minded individuals who, if nothing else, can just foster a safe space of positivity as you're growing and as you're experimenting, as you're learning. But there's steps along the way in that journey that only you can do no matter what type of ch- team you have or people cheering for you, like only you can do that work. Um, and so you have to go into that open eyed and understanding that a lot of these, you know, some of these things are going to fall slowly, solely on your shoulders and you have to be prepared for that grind. Now, again, the operative word being for, you know, for some seasons, yeah. the goal that we really focus on as we're working with our entrepreneurs is to get your business to the point where now you can scale, you can expand, you can hire individuals, you can build a team. And that's the key to being able to build something that's generational, being able to build something that's scalable. Our goal is never to have you just, you know, um, recreating a job for yourself, but really putting you in the driver's seat as an entrepreneur to own a business, employ other folks, be able to invest in your community, connect with your community um, and get away from, you know, working dolo and working those long hours because you've built the team to diversify and multiply your impact. Yeah, I I think that's an important point too. And you know, we can have a whole conversation on that. But the the fact that, you know, where do you want to be, right? There's there's freedom in being self-employed, but if you want to make money, typically it's going to be dependent on you serving customers. So you may not have a boss, but essentially your customers are your clients are the boss. Because if you're not working and fulfilling that need in that service, you're not going to get paid. Um, so it's that's a, a crucial step, you know, moving away from being employed to being self-employed. And then how do we help people continue to work to build a business to where even, you know, you're you're still making money while you sleep uh, and, mm-hmm. and to have, you know, different streams of revenue to be able to help you. Uh, so you don't you're not solely dependent on uh, focusing on the clients from that perspective and putting that many hours into that work. 
Yeah, agreed, man. Well said. So we talked about rejection. You're going to get a lot of no's in a lot of different ways. So be ready for that. Again, if you're just joining us, uh, we're discussing the inevitable conditions of entrepreneurship. There's about eight points that we're going to run down. We've gone through three already. Working long hours, working alone, not all the time, but most of the time through seasons. And then people just not believing in you. It's, I'm going to say it again. I say it a lot, but God gave you that vision. He didn't give it to them. Um, they may, they may not believe in you because of their past failures, their past mistakes. It may even be coming from a really good place. I know a lot of us, like our parents are scared or nervous and they come from a different generation or they don't have that entrepreneurial mindset. Uh, you know, they're not willing or they haven't been willing to take risk and they see, you know, their, their child, their adult child doing these things and, it's almost like they don't believe in themselves, but that is being projected upon you. Um, and there's going to be people that just don't believe in you because they don't think that you can do it. Um, that is a fact of life. There's going to be people that encourage you, that are there for you, and there's just going to be people that won't. So it's it's recognizing that, doing your best to not take that personal. And, and again, recognizing that most of the time they have their own issues or challenges that they've gone through that whether they recognize or not, or are the seeds of, of where those, those feelings and those thoughts and these words that they're expressing are coming from. Um, but you have to believe in yourself. You know, you have to have a very strong belief in yourself and your purpose, knowing your why, uh, you know, why are you doing the things that you're doing? You know, what is this path that, that you're on? Uh, if you believe that, that God has placed this in your heart, you know, that this is the purpose that you have. And even if people can't see it, if they can't um, appreciate it the way that you do, having belief that you are taking the appropriate steps. And sometimes it's not even believing in you, but maybe they're not, they don't have belief in, in the steps that you're taking. I mean, I remember, uh, when I got to that point where I recognized, okay, in order to take this to the next step, I have to leave my corporate job so that we can open up the gym and Trinity Fitness Central Florida. Um, those were some tough conversations as, as, a, as a husband and as a father, not with my wife, um, but telling other members of my family that, no, like I put in my month notice four weeks and I'm done. Uh, and yeah, I don't have right now a, uh, we had money coming in, but not a salary coming in. But I was taking a huge step of faith, right? Uh, and sometimes people don't believe that that's going to 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 pan out or that's going to be a reality. But again, you just have to stick to what you believe in, where your faith lies, and hopefully the strategy and plan that you have in place, and being confident that if I continue to follow these steps, more times than not, things are going to work out for me. Uh, well, so what I appreciate you calling out too, man, is that you know, how some of that, that doubt, you know, people not believing you is actually rooted in them casting their own self-doubt onto you, projecting that onto you, um, having a lack of confidence. You know, you've heard people express it before, like, man, if that, if that was me, I couldn't, right. If that was me, I couldn't, I couldn't handle that situation. And they use that seed and that feeling and they try to, you know, pepper your thoughts, pepper your feelings, your emotions, with that same mindset in hopes of validating that fear that they have. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that actually needs leads into the next inevitable condition because, you know, knowing that people are not going to believe in you um, 
you know, it's important that you also, as an entrepreneur, are prepared and wired to embrace uncertainty. Because that's where some of that that self-doubt, that, you know, lack of belief stems from is they're afraid of the uncertainty for you, especially if they're family members yeah. and they're really, you know that they truly are vested in your success, but they can't get the vision. They've never done that before. They've never been an entrepreneur. They've never stepped out on their own. It's they don't know how to handle uncertainty. And as an entrepreneur, we have to be very comfortable in creating certainty where uncertainty exists. And while we may not be certain, and what I mean by that is while we may not be certain, we may be uncertain about what the outcome is going to be. We have to be certain in the time that we've invested. We have to be certain in um, the game plan that we've put together. We have to be certain in the strategy, in the vision, in the brand. And if I'm certain in those things, because I know I've invested the time, I know I've done the work, I've done the diligence, mm -hmm. let me rely on that certainty to, to create certainty as I step out on faith. And from there, I can confront whatever uncertainty lies in front of me, right? And um, I think that that's just really, really tremendously important. And you, you kind of touched on this even with not, you know, the, the concept about believing, but it comes down to the, the planning and the preparation. When you mm -hmm. took that leap, leap of faith, it wasn't haphazard. It's not like you just woke up one day and it's like, all right, yeah, two, four weeks, I'm done, I'm out, and I'll figure it out. There was work that you did, seeds that you had sown, and preparation that you had put in place to lay the groundwork for that transition. Yeah. And while folks may not have had exposure to that, it was all of those things that helped to give you the certainty of embracing the uncertainty of taking this leap of faith. Um, you know, um, you know, anybody that's that's in their good book, you know, knows that the Bible talks about you know uh, faith with action right? With action. And there was obviously action that was taken that preceded that leap of faith. Um, and um, that's exactly what we have to do as entrepreneurs. If you put the work in on the action, that's where you can create the uh, the certainty, even though you're going into an uncertain situation. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of prayer as well. <laughs> the, prayer, yeah. the, the prayer again provided some of that, that confidence that not, I know that this is the right thing to do. So um, it is inevitable as as much as we uh, we want to scream victory and we want to win, it's not always going to happen. Uh, hopefully you're winning more times than not. Uh, but there's going to be some type of, of failure that you're going to come across, um, even when you're doing your best. Like you've given everything that you can possibly give. You've you know dotted all the I's, crossed all the T's. You have the strategy in place. And for whatever reasons, it just doesn't work out. Um, you have to realize that that is another inevitable condition of entrepreneurship at some point. Um, so being prepared, yes, faith without works is absolutely dead. Um, yep. Being prepared for those things uh, is important. And I think it's important to know that with the kind of going back to the other one, with some uncertainty, at some point, something's going to go wrong. It doesn't mean it's going to be catastrophic, but I'm not going to hit a goal. There might be a missed up. There may be some unintentional mistake that I or an employer, somebody makes or somebody on the team. How do we handle that? You know, how do we make sure that we're prepared for any type of failure and more importantly, prepared to analyze and then be able to learn from that, right? To be able to learn from that loss so that we can minimize any future losses and continue to win again more times than not when we move forward. Um, 
because there's going to be good days and there's going to be bad days. I was just reminding somebody about this, you know, yesterday that um, I think we were talking about it. <laughs> I think that somebody is you, Devon. Um, the goal is to have, you know, more more good days than you do bad days. And, and I think if we if we wake up every day with that, right, and, and have that focus, um, we'll be better off and, and we'll be more than likely, again, to hit these goals. Yeah, how, how we do failure or recover from it has a lot to do with with being prepared, and it gets back to the mindset and how you view, uh, again, how big or small that failure is. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, we think about the with, with the gym. You know that that could be considered a failure in the sense that we had X amount of time and it got to a point where we had to close the doors. Uh, but there were so many so many blessings along the way, so many lessons learned along the way. And everything that has transpired after that has even led us to where we're at right now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So being prepared, I, I think, helps for all of those things and, and thinking, having the positive mindset that this is going to work and I'm going to take every every step and do everything I can to ensure it works. But also just in the back of my mind, I, I do need to take some time to at least consider what steps would I take? What's plan B? What's plan C if plan A doesn't work? Um and, and again, being prepared for that. Yeah, actually, I think there's probably a whole uh, potential podcast episode just around that very topic of you know how we view failure or recover from it has a lot to do with being prepared. I can't see who actually uh, left that comment, but shout out to you um, for sure. But and the reason why I, I feel that way is, you know, because without preparation, without preparation, you can't go back and assess what went wrong so that you know where to pivot or reiterate. Mm -hmm. Like the way I think about it is um, if anybody's out there, I'm pretty sure there's plenty of plenty of folks out there that have, you know, had to make that trek to Ikea to purchase, you know, some very inexpensive furniture. But um, if you, if you go to Ikea, so, oh, hey, shout out Chris. Hey, what's up, Chris, man? I appreciate you, brother. Um, but thinking about that, like, um, lack of preparation and then running into failure is no different than buying furniture from Ikea, putting it together without the instructions. And when it doesn't stand up and falls apart, trying to identify what screw is out of place. Like if you're not doing the preparation, you, then you can't go back and assess your game plan and say, all right, I didn't get the desired outcome. Let me go back and see, all right, I did this. That gave me uh, this. Uh, this is the part that was missing. Mm -hmm. I need to just tweak this component. If you don't have that clarity and that preparation, what we tend to do is we don't know where to start. We throw the entire game plan out and we could have been missing just that one component, that one component that would have given us the desired outcome at the end of the day. So um, I, I I love that you called that out. I think it's a really, really good call out. We probably have to circle back to that at some point. Yeah. Um, as a podcast subject, just really breaking down that topic alone. And just, you know, to piggyback off that last point that you just made, just as a, a reminder for the men that are, are with us right now in our group, um, it just encourage you to continue to participate. You know, a lot of times we may ask questions or put something in, in the group about accountability. Um, just be vulnerable, man. You know, it, it's you never know that one thing that you were just talking about that you you don't see maybe it's a blind spot that you didn't recognize how somebody else may be able to shine some light on that that's going to help you um that's what coaching is for that's what these communities are for right to, to be able to to be there for one another hopefully share um shed some light on some of our blind spots and continue to encourage each other along the way absolutely man absolutely so we've touched on rejection 
long work hours, uh, working alone. Talk about people not believing in you. We've talked about uncertainty and we've talked about embracing failure. The next inevitable condition of entrepreneurship <clears throat> is not making money for a period of time. I'm mm -hmm. not going to claim a long time, but I'm just going to say a period of time because we know that there's there's a certain level of investment that has to occur as you're building the business. You have to be able to build that pipeline. You have to be able to, to build your business to scale. And even when you start to monetize, even when you start bringing in money, even when you're starting to generate revenue, it's like the, it's not like you can immediately pocket that. If you're doing it right and you're building your business, you're investing back into the business. You're investing from a marketing perspective. You're investing in terms of branding. You're investing in terms of expanding your product offering. You're investing in terms of refining your processes, your skills, all of that stuff so that you can create the proper foundation to truly accelerate scaling um, to get to the point where you're able to um, start extracting profits from what you're building. And so you have to be prepared for that. You have to have a strategy, a game plan for how you're going to navigate that time period. And you can, you know, there's studies out there. Anybody can do the research. You know, they'll tell you anywhere from two to five years is around the expected period of your business not turning a profit. You may be generating revenue, but you can't necessarily get to the point where you're attracting profit. Mm -hmm. uh, and so my challenge to our entrepreneurs is go in with the that worst case scenario in terms of preparation of, okay, well, if it's going to take five years for me to extract, what am I doing in that five years to make sure that I can take care of my responsibilities and be able to invest and able to scale um, into the business and be along for that journey to get to that five-year mark where I can start turning profits and, and extracting. Um, so you got to be sober-eyed about that for sure. And I'm going to segue that into our eighth point, being ridiculed or misunderstood, because uh, people might question, and you have to you know, you have to be very mindful right, of your finances and the people that you support and who's counting on you and the responsibilities that you have. But maybe you're not making money right away. And, and you know, I can I can take some of this this revenue. Right. It's, and, and start to, you know, use it for myself and, and kind of as a salary. But um, I want to invest. And the more I invest in the business, hopefully that's going to shorten the learning curve to getting me to my goal a lot sooner. Um, you may be ridiculed and misunderstood just for that simple fact. Like, how are you, why are you doing all these things? You're not even making money or, you know, you're having some difficulties or challenges right now financially. But again, you have this vision, you have this goal that you're trying to obtain that people don't see, they don't understand. Uh, and they just want to joke and maybe they don't even believe in entrepreneurship, you know, because of, again, their, their makeup, how they're wired, you know, and there's nothing wrong with being very comfortable with, I want to work and have a nine to five and have uh, and work for an employer and, and have that type of security and safety that comes with that, which again, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, just don't ridicule me for wanting to be an entrepreneur and being an entrepreneur uh, along the way. But again, in life, and especially as you put yourself out there uh, on social media and these different platforms and everything and everyone is just so much more accessible. Uh, it is again, inevitable that at the very least, you may be misunderstood, if not ridiculed for the things that you are trying to accomplish and how you're going about trying to accomplish them. Oh, well said, man. I mean, that's, that's a part of the grind. That's where going back to what you shared um, about you know, being you know, firm in your vision, being clear mm -hmm. in your vision, understanding that, uh, understanding that, <clears throat> again, the, you know, uh, the vision that's been gifted to me is just not meant for them to understand. And 
Um, if I'm doing the work, if I'm being, you know, if I'm uh, preparing, if I'm building the team, if I'm uh, investing the effort and the calories and building this out and executing on the vision that, um, you know, I got to trust in my steps. I got to trust in his steps as we continue to work through this. So um, I think that that's, um, you know, just well said, man. And um, we've all experienced it. We've experienced it, you know, ourselves as we've gone off and had different, you know, uh, entrepreneurial ventures prior to this. And even you know, with building this, while the support has definitely been um, overwhelmingly positive, we know that there's folks out there that look and they're like, man, these guys, you're know, you going to do a podcast about leadership? Like, oh, all right, how many episodes can you really do? And are right, you going to build out a coaching business? You're going to help entrepreneurs? And uh, you going to go live on Facebook? Like, all right. <laughs> well, even right, yeah, we've, we've discussed we that. being misunderstood about the evolution and going from legacy and leadership to the uncompromising entrepreneur podcast and you know, having to explain that. But again, us knowing why being very firm in that and knowing our purpose and why oh, yeah. we're taking those steps is easy for us to explain. And even if in that great explanation, you still don't understand it, we do. And that's really all yeah, that matters that's fine. because this is the path that we're on and this is where we're going. So, uh, and, right. you know, looking forward to all of the entrepreneurs and specifically with the coaching process, you know, being able to help men uh, who are, are entrepreneurs or looking to be entrepreneurs and again, helping them go for purpose to profit uh, and obtaining the goals that they're looking to obtain. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Whew. Well, that there was nice. Was like a is. nice little succinct little offering. Gave you guys 30 minutes of nuggets, back-to-back -back nuggets. Uh, but hopefully, um, if you didn't get a chance to check out the prior cold brew where we really talked about the eight reasons why now, eight reasons why now is the best time in all of human history to start a business, we strongly recommend that you peep that and then peep this immediately after and then take that energy and get to work, get to work on your business, get to work on building, get to work on pursuing your purpose, your passion. Um, and uh, you know, building your legacy at the end of the day, because that's what we love to see. We love to see people who are wired for this and have a desire to you know jump into the entrepreneurial pool, um, you know, manifesting and actually taking the leap of faith. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So for the gentlemen who are in our Facebook group, uh, we encourage you to continue to invite other people to join the group. Hopefully, that are like-minded and are looking for this same type of information. Uh, for our folks on Instagram. Uh, again, specifically for the men, if you have not uh, joined us in the Facebook group, you can do that. The Uncompromising Entrepreneurs, plural, group. Uh, we love to have you in there. Uh, we do our cold brewing combos, but there's a, a much more additional information uh, and accountability that we provide uh, within the group itself. So definitely would love to see you there if you're not in there. And if you are, continue to encourage and invite other people. We sincerely, sincerely appreciate that. Um, so again, there you have it. Uh, I don't, I do want to remind you that today we did drop another episode, uh, episode 55 of the uncompromising entrepreneur podcast dropped today, uh, which is really a recording uh, of an interview and conversation that Devon and I had with Clifton Manning from the, the niche finder podcast, really, really interesting uh, conversation and a little bit of debate in there as well. Um, so we hope that you guys will take a listen to that. The vidcast for episode 54 uh, that just dropped recently on the YouTube channel. So make sure you check that out if you haven't done so already. Uh, and again, like subscribe to the YouTube channel. We always reviews and give us reviews, reviews and comments. Yeah. Yes. Review the podcast. Leave some comments on the YouTube channel, on the videos. Always, yeah, I'm, about, always. I'm about to do a little shameless plug. So for those that are out there listening, um, whether you are replay squad, whether you are listening live with us, hear me out. 
I had I just celebrated a birthday on August 4th of this month, right? August 4th, 2021. Your boy turned 33, Tony Dorsett year, um, Jesus year, right? 33. I just hit 33. The only gift I'm asking for, I ain't gonna give you my cash app tag and that like that. The only gift I'm asking for is to pay it for it by going to wherever you consume the podcast at and leave us a review. Review us on Apple, review us on Spotify, review us on Podbean, review us on YouTube. Please, you have no idea how far that goes. We are building a beautiful, thank you. We're building a beautiful, 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 beautiful community, closing in on 10,000 downloads and plays and all that good stuff. And we need reviews. It's simple. It costs you nothing. It's going to be the cheapest birthday gift. I promise that you have to get me, anybody else. So please, please, please pay it for it. Make sure that you leave the reviews. We're asking for it. And if you're out there and you like the things that we're t- we're sharing with you about entrepreneurship and you're looking for coaching, you're looking for guidance, and you, you want to determine if we may be a good fit for you, check out our website. That's uncompromisingcoaches.com, uncompromisingcoaches.com uncompromisingcoaches.com. You can set up a consultation, a free consultation anytime that you want, uh, but check out the website. It gives you a summary of what our business is about, as well as the service and products that we offer, how we can help you out and really go from purpose to profits, goal setting, all of the stuff that you really need to equip yourself with. So again, if you have questions, you think you may be a good fit, you need to seek out, don't play yourself, check out the website, ask for the consult. Can help out we'll let you know uh what support we can provide all right gents there you have it uncompromising entrepreneurs appreciate this hope you enjoyed this uh latest episode of cold brew and convos with your uncompromising coaches until next time god bless and stay encouraged stay encouraged you have just listened to the uncompromising entrepreneur podcast hosted by jimmy gonzalez and devon watts thank you And we hope that you pursue your passion, create profits, and build a legacy. Until next time, y'all.